never know What's worth it to watch when you give my attention Well, fix that problem, that's our intention Baby, I shrunk the, darling, I shrunk the Honey, I shrunk the Honey, should all acquaintance be forgot and never brought again? Should all the podcast apps be forgot? We didn't come back last week. That's true. What's up, all you binge heads? And welcome to Honey, I Shrunk the Binge, the only podcast where we record. Oh, man. Uh, two, two good weeks. Okay, three at least. I guess the third one was okay. You, you're just do the intro again because I know you have it in you. Okay, should all acqu- no, not that part. Okay, okay. just hello, binge heads. Welcome to Honey, I Shrunk the Binge, the only podcast where we rate and review movies and TV shows based on only their first and last portions. Perfect. That I, Mwah. you know what I, okay, so you know what I wished for for Christmas. What did you wish for? We haven't, we haven't, you know, we haven't been here since Christmas. No, we haven't. Uh, yeah. Did you have a good Christmas? Oh, this is my co-host Ned. Oh yeah. Oh man, I'm, I'm, this I'm is, fucking uh, up. I asked for two things for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One is I asked that I'd be better at introducing my my best friend and co-host Ned. Uh, didn't get that one. Uh, I didn't get my other one easier, uh, easier e- either. <laughs> this isn't getting any easier. Well, no, that's why I asked. I wish this podcast would be harder <laughs> and, and it just isn't. It's so easy. This now. podcast is entirely too easy. Every time I do it, I feel like I'm just sleeping. Uh, but even that's tougher than this podcast. I know. I yeah. know. Ned, how was, how's your 2021 going? It was the great. New year. Yeah. Happy new year. Cody. Happy new year. Ned, Ned, do you have any resis? My, uh, my new year res. Uh, this year, I would like to make media even shorter. Whoa. I want to shrink twice as many binges. Well, what else can we shrink? We shrink movies. We shrink TV shows. What else could we shrink? I want to shrink books. Oh, I want to shrink newspaper comics. I want to shrink the dang house I'm in, even though I just moved into just a moved bigger into one. A way bigger house. It's cool. <laughs> Ned, uh, we could we could shrink so much. What about shrinking like paintings? I, I would love that. I want to see the Let's whole shrink thing. some fine art. We yeah. should shrink some art and put it up on our page. We'll find like a... <laughs> Take the first and last. I will be doing, I've, I've decided that I'm now setting the goal that next month I will be doing my first uh, franchise movie shrink premiere, which we have discussed this off air a little bit, but we'll be doing a private event soon. I'll talk to you about oh, this. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, but uh, what, what about you, Cody? Do you have any New Year's oh, resolutions? Oh, I'm so excited for that. Is that the thing you've been working on? Yes. Oh, yes. I'm so excited <laughs> yeah. for that. Uh, we should talk about that later. Um, Rezies, uh, you know, keep it, keep it easy keep it sleazy i just you know i've been i've been working so hard recently mm-hmm. on you know everything but this podcast because this podcast is easy mm-hmm. and i'm just i me. want everything to feel like this podcast just easy sleazy ready to go yeah, uh, yeah. my other resi uh is something that we're going to work on today is i want to you know ned I, I i'm not that much of a writer i you know i i direct i act i try to do this performance stuff but i don't get anything kind of put on the page Ned. yeah and i think what we're gonna do you're a triple to- threat who's threatened by the pen i know <laughs> it makes me so scared but ned i think we have this golden opportunity with our guest today yeah yeah. Uh, to get uh, a whole thing written, uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Band's original written movie. <laughs> or at least script. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Could be either. <laughs> now, why don't you introduce our guest? So, today, we have a fantastic writer, a playwright, and a novelist, Elizabeth Keel, joining us on the show. Elizabeth, hi! Hello! Happy New Year! Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year, Elizabeth! N- uh, any resis? Oh man, keep writing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There you go. Right on. 
Now yeah. I'm not much of a writer, but I have heard that the more you write, the better you, you, you you're gonna be. That is true. I'm sorry. There's no way around it. You actually have to put words in order for it to work. <laughs> That's very true. It's not like this podcast where it's just like easy and it just happens. Like no. writing, you actually have to work on it. You have to hone it. Now, have you ever tried to shrink your writing? Have you ever tried while you're uh, writing to do just the beginning and just the end and then just kind of figure it out in the middle? I have not, but I, y'all have inspired me. I may try that later on. I am a, I am a large person. I am 6'2", so I rarely shrink anything. The world's just <laughs> normally small for me. Um, and it's my job to find shoes and pants that fit. But this this is a cool way to go about it, is to start with your bookends. Yeah, yeah. So um, we, if you haven't been paying attention to our last few episodes, first off, <laughs> which, who has? Who <laughs> has? I have close friends who tell me they haven't caught it yet. Um, we have been in the middle of writing our very own Hallmark Christmas movie as a part of our signature month here at um, Honey, I Trunk the Binge, which is called Oh, oh Hallmark, um, which is our, uh, first off, Elizabeth, do you get it? I think so. <laughs> Well, prove it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think saying I think so is enough. <laughs> it, it's a reference to um, Tommy Wiseau's The Room, uh, a uh-huh. pun that works way better when you see the image instead of just Cody and I saying it at the same time. <laughs> now, that part was cute. I like that. Oh, that thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Now, would you like it better <laughs> if it was called Mark the Halls with Bouts of Hahi? Yes. Yeah, that's our first guest who's like mine better. Okay, well, we've only had two guests, and the other guest liked mine better. So, thank you, um, Elizabeth. We've been uh, reviewing and shrinking Hallmark movies all month. We've had such classics as the Santa Suit, the Santa Suit, um, mm-hmm. Glenbrook Christmas, um, the Baby's First Christmas. Um, the Christmas, the Christmas house. house. Yes, those are the four we've covered. Just the one, the Christmas house. It, it was it, about a singular Christmas house, and what they didn't tell you is it was basically about a haunted house, but for Christmas. Yeah, but now you like walk a hell through house. like yeah. the halls, and it's all like Christmas things. Walk the halls okay. of Christmas thingies. Haunt the halls. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, and all the while through. Uh, this is why we brought you here. Is we are not writers ourselves. Ned writes some music. I've written a bad play um but we but we have uh been wanting to write our very own hallmark christmas movie and we've been taking little christmas lessons from every movie we've watched in order to make our movie the most hallmarky it can be brilliant now we wanted to ask what what is your history with uh hallmark movies or even cards what's your what's your history with hallmark you know i actually worked at a legitimate hallmark store um, and i did myself through school yeah so my god you're an insider put on a blouse and pearls and like sell overpriced ornaments in july if people said (laughs) Uh, bad things did you clutch said pearls <laughs> I, I blessed some hearts along the oh way, um, and when things were slow, which was my favorite, I would I would read all the Christmas and birthday and whatever cards in advance and look for the good punchlines. So it wasn't a bad way to spend my downtime yes. in between dusting the various um, tiny figurines. <laughs> I used to go. My mom used to take me into those stores a lot. Like you know that one that's by like Golf Galaxy 
on uh, oh, Bay that's Area, like, uh, across from Baybrook. I think it's a Tuesday morning. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And like I would wa- wander. I was like probably six or seven. I would wander the, those Christian halls, just being like, I don't know, I don't know what to do here. And then there'd be a big yeah. Veggie Tales display, and I'd be like, Let's go. <laughs> I do still flinch if there's like an animatronic snowman or dancing Santa because we had a lot of those, and everybody would hit the buttons, and it just it, it brings out something dark in me. Yeah, I can, I can imagine. For the most part. <laughs> Uh, I really love You Are What You Eat, and I think I've seen most of the um, available streaming romantic comedies along the way because I always want them to be good. I hope (laughs) that they will provide that little bite of holiday cheer and spirit while I'm gift wrapping or, you know, or doing a project of some kind and – they very often are not good. <laughs> no, and they also don't always scratch that itch either because I remember my mom at Christmas was like, has anybody watched any Christmas movies? And I said, no. <laughs> and I've watched four. <laughs> We've been making a big to-do about watching them too. <laughs> I know. And I was like, no. Oh, wait, I've seen a plethora. <laughs> and they've all... Well, not- after a trauma, the brain will heal itself sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Uh, but you are writing currently, correct? Uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I love them. And I, because I've been disappointed so many times, much like y'all, it sounds like, I thought, okay, let me try to write one that is smart. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and, and, and has some has some muscles and, ba- and bones inside of it and not just cotton candy marshmallow fluff. Yes. Now, you said so. uh, like ours. Ours is not going to be anywhere near smart. No, what you just... <laughs> Uh, Our, ours wishes it was marshmallow fluff. <laughs> yeah, the bones are made of like uh, pretzel sticks or very thin carrots, <laughs> something that'll snap easily. No muscle okay. or meat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and it's like those carrots you get at Buffalo Wild Wings where you're like, are these carrots? <laughs> they taste a little bit like garlic parmesan. <laughs> so <laughs> they're not. So we have a, a holiday homunculus, is what yeah. I'm hearing. Yes. So yes. Are, okay. are you. Are you trying to write a Hallmark movie that is Christmassy specifically or like what, what's, can you talk to us about? Well, there's, you know, actually I've, I've done quite a bit of, of research and there are different um, levels of holiday films. For example, there's lifetime versus Hallmark versus Netflix, like the different Ooh. avenues of people who are crunching these out steadily. So I think Netflix um, has a lot of royalty stuff, right? I see a lot of Christmas yes. princes. Yeah, um, well, let, let us never forget the wonderful news stories after that came out where Netflix had to ask, are you okay, to people who had watched it, like, all day, every day for, like, a month in a row. Um, <laughs> what? They, like, reached out to them, yeah, because when people wa- loved Christmas Prince, they, like, loved Christmas Prince. Whoa. I mean, good for them, and they have, I think, three or four sequels at this point. Um, but there, there are difference, differences between, and fortunately this is getting better with, like, can you have a... Um, mixed race couple. Can you have a gay couple? Can Ooh, you, you we know, saw a gay couple in the Christmas house. Yeah, it was, it was the a, first Hallmark Christmas, uh, gay couple. I love to see those changes. Yeah. You do. Now, were they a central part of the story? No. No. Uh, but they were there. Right. Did they have many right. lines? One, about being gay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <sighs> Ned, how much do you know about go. this Netflix <laughs> Christmas movie? Do you know about the Princess Switch? I, I do not know about the Princess oh, Switch. Oh, I know about the Princess Switch. <laughs> please tell us. <laughs> it's very fascinating. Um, yeah. I watch a YouTuber. This year with the third princess. Yes. I, mm-hmm. I watch a YouTuber who does reviews of like bad movies as well. Uh, I've talked to you guys about them a few times. Uh, they're called Pretty Much It on YouTube. Pretty good stuff. Uh, they do commentary tracks. Okay. Uh, and basically, there's this movie 
that's about Vanessa Hudgens. It's a Prince and the Popper story, but it's Vanessa Hudgens playing the princess and like a bakery girl. And they switch and they realize they like each other's life better. A magical switch. And one then, of our Christmas ooh, lessons. It's one of our Christmas <laughs> lessons. Uh, and then in the new one, uh, there's a third princess that's like trying to be evil towards them. Also yeah, played. Like a no good cousin from what I understand. Yes. Yeah. Also yeah. played by Vanessa Hutchins. Oh, sick. <laughs> yeah. And it's pretty cool. I, I just, I applaud that actress for being like, hold my beer. I'm, I'm going to yeah. do this. I'm going to go and play three ingenues at once. Yes. Uh, <laughs> while at the same time making TikToks where she's like, guys, people are going to die in COVID and we just got to get over it. <laughs> Which is what Vanessa Hudgens did. <laughs> like in the middle of promoting her new Christmas Prince movie. Oh, that part I missed. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry Don't to ruin you. Vanessa no, Hudgens no, for okay. you. Okay. But, uh, Elizabeth- so, so wait, talk to us more about these tiers because you said Lifetime, Netflix, uh, uh, Hallmark. Yeah. Are, are there? Mm-hmm. We said there's royalty in a lot of the Netflix ones. Are there other tropes like centered around Lifetime and Hallmark? Um, Hallmark, from what I understand, they often shoot in Canada. So there are like uh, spoken, unspoken rules, um, where you need to have like snowy street scenes. Um, and as someone in Houston, like I'm inclined to put my Christmas story in Houston and like, let's have a sweaty, damp, humid Christmas. Wow. Uh, You know, and they're like, no, 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 it needs to be (laughs) somewhere, a small town, wholesome, or a big city where they have stock footage. New York, LA, Chicago, Damn. you know, Paris, London, like those are take your choice. So who's telling uh, you this? The, this is just different research from like people that have written and sold Hallmark movies. Um, and, and kind of like spoken off the record about their experiences, Dang. um, down to the formula of like how many pages it needs to be. At what point do they need to fall in love? Like there, you can break it down, um, and kind of follow that formula if you want to sell to these movie makers. Wow. Wow. Well, what I think a good Christmas movie needs is a good Christmas title. Uh, and uh, that's yeah. the subject of our favorite game, something we like to call Subject Matter. Now, mm. hit that theme. There was a time in a place when you got to win and it just might relate to our show today. So let's cut the music, let's get to the channel. It's Subject Matter. Yahoo! That subject matter theme song, baby. Love it. <laughs> um, we are going to, uh, in this subject matter, I'm going to tell, we'll, we'll go around in a circle. Okay. Or in a triangle, rather. I am going to tell Ned, I'm going to tell you a like two-sentence plot logline okay, of okay. a Christmas movie. I want you to give me the title. We, okay. have, we have studied these titles like nothing. It's usually how we pick what movie we watch is based on the title. Yeah. So I'm going to give you a quick uh, logline. Okay. A single father loses his car keys, and they get switched with the keys to Santa's sleigh, and he has to deliver the presents and teach his kids that Christmas isn't just about presents. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Hmm. So, first thing that comes to mind is... uh, Yule log line. Uh, I was thinking that before you gave me the uh, <laughs> the log line. Congratulations. Yeah, that was completely going to end there if we wanted to. <laughs> the second thing that came to mind was Dad's Wild Ride. Yeah. Uh, or Switched on Christmas, which I think is the name of a, uh, definitely of a, a Moog, Moog album. Yeah. <laughs> Switched on Christmas. Switched on Christmas, maybe. Um, 
This is the Christmas remix to Ignition. Uh, what about what about like instead of like rear drive? Is rear drive a word? Am I making something like rear drive? Like four wheel drive? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can say four rear wheel drive. drive, four steer drive, <laughs> eight steer drive, eight steer drive. <laughs> okay, sure. That's my answer. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, Elizabeth, I will give you a a you will log line. Okay. Um, it's December twenty fourth. And the uh, the uh, American National uh, Skydivers uh, team is about to do their big Christmas jump, but they realize there's not enough parachutes for everybody, so they have to improvise on what their big show is going to be in the air. What's this movie called? <laughs> okay, um, is this like a horror short? <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I think it's a Christmas thriller, which there's not enough of. No, I, I congratulate you because this is a new premise that I haven't heard before. <laughs> but I feel like if we're going to be hanging in the air, it's going to be a very short movie. Unless they, think um, they say time stops when you fall. Oh yeah, like maybe maybe they're falling through the portal and like she's, they're going to die, but then they fall into the North Pole. Uh, Whoa! Actually, yeah, North, that's the <laughs> the North Pole portal. <laughs> North Portal. No, North Portal. North Portal. Or uh, let's see, snow falling. Um, I like people. Uh, snowfall. People. Yeah, snowfall sounds like Skyfall for James Bond. Snowfall <laughs> sounds eerie. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a little bit of a, of a dark thriller. Premise. That's what I'm saying. I like that. So yeah, so girls can be like, boyfriend, watch this with me. It's, you know, <laughs> oh, it's called Snowfall with Adele singing the theme song. <laughs> And it's real scary, real Mm -hmm. scary for the first like 20 minutes. So like the fella's (laughs) real into it. And then it just turns into like a straight like Christmas. Like he lands on the ground and then goes back to his old town and (laughs) meets his like long lost lover. Suicide pact is my other. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, geez. So now do I need to give give you a premise to complete the triangle? Please. All right. Uh, Gentlemen, let's say that we have. Um, a troubled teen mails himself to his grandmother's house to get away from his parents, <laughs> but finds himself actually on his, uh, his teacher's doorstep. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hmm. Uh, and I, I'm thinking. I, I want to give credit where credit is due. That I got the idea from Garfield mailing uh, normal to Abu Dhabi. <laughs> Hell yes! <laughs> Please credit Garfield as yeah. much as you I, can. I fully, I fully do. This is good because Garfield does listen to every episode. And if, if we didn't mention it, <laughs> except when we release <laughs> on Mondays. Okay. Um, um, I'm thinking. School and Yule sound familiar. Sound the same. Ooh, okay. Yule days. Yule's out. Yule's out. Yule. <laughs> That's it. Thank you. Yep, you it's got Yule, it. It's Yule's out. That's <laughs> holy moly. Yule's out for <laughs> Yule's out for bummer. <laughs> oh, that's Yule's out to to Yule's out for the bummer. <laughs> for the bummer. That's when he gets mailed again, but this time to a military school. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> he just keeps messing up the addresses. Yeah, it's um, the Air Force, and they're investigating Frosty Suicide Pack jumper. <laughs> this is yeah for the extended universe, yeah. universe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you gotta think big, boys. You gotta think like Marvel. Just keep making that that greenery off of this. Do you, well, do you think that's where Hallmark is headed? Because like I think a lot of other 
movie companies are trying to jump into that franchise thing. We've seen that with Universal trying to do the the spooky universe uh, yeah. with all the monsters. Yeah, the yeah. Well, I, you know, more than anything, the Hallmark movies remind me of the old timey, you know, studio lots as, as talkies were first being made. Where okay, we have a living room, a dining room, a bedroom, a front walk, a bench, like use the same yeah those are where we're going to have our sets yes it's it's the same thing over and over again and Mm -hmm. so we have two missions to complete today with you elizabeth first of all um we're gonna have you help us with the movie that we're currently writing uh that uh is titled re-gifting christmas uh is the name of our script um, and we just need some, uh, tips from a pro on how to, uh, how to make this thing real because our ultimate goal is by this time next year, we want to have our fully completed script, uh, that we can do a month's worth of readings, uh, Beautiful. and re- read through our full script. Yeah. 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 Um, side question. Have you checked to make sure that title isn't taken? <gasps> we did Google it. The yeah, first we did. Day, there was nothing there. Um, <laughs> and we scrolled down once and didn't check any further. <laughs> You're absolutely right to put Christmas in the title, though, because when people type in on their streaming service Christmas on the search, we you want, want your movie up. to come up. We so that's great. Up. But the other okay. thing about it is we need te- we've been looking through each of these Hallmark movies and taking away two Christmas lessons from each one. And we only have eight because we've only done four movies because last week we took a little holiday break. Yeah. So today we are going to jump right in and shrink another movie with you uh, that uh, we're going to watch the first 15 and the last 15 minutes of it. Uh, and it is entitled A Gingerbread romance uh this stars uh tia maori who i think has a new last name yeah tia maori hardricht eh, come on tia uh keep that name uh and Dwayne henry um now what i would like to point out is that uh we have uh obviously no christmas in the title of this one mm-hmm. um but again if they search gingerbread they will get it yeah <laughs> <laughs> and they are leaning on that star power you know the the nostalgic mm-hmm. 90s is in full vogue yes oh yeah oh yes we love sister sister uh Gingerbread, gingerbread. Um, <laughs> we have it directed by Richard Gable. Uh, th- something that worries me, uh, Ned, we only have a 5.5 on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Wow. His <laughs> Richard yeah. Gable's directed some, he has some range. Yeah, there's a range of years for his known movies, uh, including 1991's Virgin High. <laughs> He's come a long way to get to Hallmark. <laughs> this rules. Um, have you heard of this one, Elizabeth? Do you know anything about it? Not particularly, but I immediately from the title can guess a lot. What can you guess? I love this. <laughs> uh, I'm guessing one of the leads is a baker, probably her, because, you know, women <laughs> in the kitchen, that checks out. Sure. Um, and she's got to be baking with some sort of high stakes, like somebody needs a big gingerbread house, possibly a rich person, uh, possibly a, an ex-boyfriend she doesn't want to let down, but there's something important that she has to bake that really won't matter one way or another, except in this context. Okay, well, who's the guy? Because the guy's on the poster, and we know they have to fall in love. <sighs> Let's see. He's he's tall, and he's in green, and she's in red. So just using sheer blues clues, <laughs> I'm guessing they were 
crushing on each other when they were younger. Yes. Yeah. It goes along with our trope. Back into her life. That's my guess. Should we go ahead and explain to her our eight tropes we already have? Yeah, let's let's go through our, our eight Christmas lessons we have currently. Do, do we want to pitch the movie to her now or do we want to wait till maybe the middle? I say we pitch it now because this okay. might have her stuff in it. And also that gives her the 15 minutes to kind of come up with some notes for us. Think, okay, yeah, yeah. So our movie's called Regifting Christmas. And here are the eight things that we took away that made it kind of, uh, that we needed to have in this movie based on the movies we watched. The Coming first, in at number one. Number one, we had <laughs> Santa incognito. Santa has to be in our movie and he must interact with the main character, but he has to be disguised as anything else besides Santa. Now he can still have the white beard or he could be a completely different person. Santa just has to be incognito. Coming in at number two. A magical switch. Um, characters will switch situations, uh, switch with their current situation in order to learn a lesson. Now that can be switching Ooh. places with somebody else or uh, what did we talk about that other movie where uh, Nick Cage kind of switches into an alternate version oh, of his family life. Man, yeah, family where, like, man. He, where he like uh, sees what it could have been like. It's, you know, mm. it's a wonderful life. It's, yeah. Yep, yeah. You know, it's Scrooge. It's all the <laughs> magical. Yeah, I'm reaching for a Nick Cage movie when it's like, <laughs> it's the, it's a wonderful life plot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, opposite the tract. Uh, is our third lesson. Two wildly but both hot different characters attract. Uh, Ooh, I would I would I would uh, challenge that hotness. Maybe like a, a warmth or a tepid. Yeah. <laughs> you don't usually see full five chili peppers on a Hallmark movie. That's true. Yeah. Hot maybe not the right word. Uh maybe we just watched attractive. too many Hallmark movies in a row so now we maybe, think that's hot. Like too too wildly but both symmetrical. Yeah, <laughs> symmetrical is great. <laughs> symmetrical is perfect. <laughs> let's please, let's please change that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's symmetrical and aesthetically bland. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Coming in at number four, Ned. Precocious Christmas child. A child who's smarter than his years in a real Christmas way. Yeah, it's usually a little boy, a little girl that's like kind of looking around and, you know, she sees that her, you know, aunt and uh, her aunt's old boyfriend should be together and she's kind of yeah. like winking at the camera. Yeah. Or. Yeah, or the- they're good enablers, and they also help to have the incognito Santa around because he can Bingo. do a wink, wink to the kids. Yes, yeah. and they and they already are like, is that Santa? Yeah, they <laughs> they, they have a, a good thing. Uh, number five, we have the contentious meet cute. Uh, we have uh, opposites who attract meet each other in a non romantic, even confrontational way. Uh, we Ooh. had in a Glenbrook Christmas, uh, she literally hit him with her car <laughs> while he was carrying boxes of gingerbread cookies. <laughs> so, were the cookies harmed? <laughs> no, the cookies were fine. Thank God. Okay. He, he, okay. he spent the rest of the movie in the hospital, but the cookies were fine. And some of those cookies <laughs> might pop up in this gingerbread movie. That's Very what much I'm thinking. Good. It's a busy time of year. They, they had a good year before <laughs> everything shut down. Getting That's a lot of work. <laughs> Number six, Ned. Uh, one final gesture. Uh, main characters have probably split up at some point in the movie, and one of them makes a huge final gest- gesture to show uh, their love. They probably sing a big song, or they show up with the whole town uh, in presence, or something like mm-hmm. that. Just yeah, something to profess one, their love. One final yeah. thing that professes. A, a redemption. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, this is kind of what you were talking about. You think about the green shirted man in this movie. Um, our number seven thing is love of Christmas past. Uh, it is boinking your third grade crush. Uh, it is. Oh, the, it is your fine. It is a person that you loved a long time ago, suddenly reappearing in the main character's life and uh, finding that reconnection. It seems to happen in every one of these movies. Yeah. Whether you return to your hometown, you're like, oh, my gosh, how have you been? Yeah, yeah you glowed up. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> 
now you teach third grade? I met you or, in third or grade. You, see, this is great because if you having a contentious meet cute where you're bumping heads with this person, then it's guaranteed that your mother or meddling aunt or grandmother is going to be like, why don't you get back with your that nice young man from before? I <laughs> <laughs> hit it with my car. <laughs> And our final Christmas lesson that we have so far is a last minute great news. Uh, A problem that seems unsolvable in the movie is suddenly solved, usually by like a rich donor who like comes in the last second is like, hey, I'm sorry to interrupt your uh, your Christmas breakfast. But I just wanted to let you know that I have a check for you and it's going to like pay (laughs) off your house. (laughs) They go, hooray! Uh, in my overeducated theater history background, this is the Deus Ex Machina. Yes, yes. <laughs> I said that on a yes. previous episode. That that is, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's the Eagles at the end of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> they're just like, why didn't we use the Eagles before? Uh, <laughs> we have ghost soldiers just for you. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, we let's really quickly before we jump into uh, a gingerbread romance, let's just go through our. Here's what we got so far for the plot. Yeah, and all of this. Can be changed. Yes, this is all this is all changeable, but also we hold it very dear in our hearts. Yeah, um, two families are on their way to Christmas vacation by way of train. So there are the Kandersons, which is a dad, an aunt, three boys, and a male dog. <laughs> Okay, and that's their family. Uh, they have earned their wealth from the Kandersons have earned their wealth from their massive candy cane conglomerate stocks, EPOs, the works. Constant holiday exposure has made them sick of Christmas, so they decide to head south for the season to get some sun. Enter the Othersons. The Othersons is a different family. They're a mom, an uncle, three girls, and a female cat. The Othersons have been saving for several Christmas years. That's just a year, but Christmas. (laughs) For a trip to Winter Wanda's Christmas Island thing. Santa is the t- oh yeah so so that's where they're so going. that's the setup is yeah. we had two families both headed to different destinations but they come together at this train station yes mm-hmm. Santa is a ticket taker at the at the train station and he switches the Kandersons tickets and puts them on the same train as the other sins towards Winter Wanda's Christmas Island thing. <laughs> both families uh, end up in the caboose. This is important because during the train ride, there's a terrible Christmas blizzard and the car is disconnected from the rest of the train and sent down a different track to nowhere. Santa's probably responsible and he's probably in disguise as well. (laughs) So um, we wrote in our description that the family ends up at, I don't know, the Christmas, the town Christmas forgot. (laughs) We don't we really don't know what happens in the middle. And now I'm realizing this is ironic. Seeing as every episode of the show, we only focus on the beginning, <laughs> the beginning and the, the end. <laughs> so, the of the end, so we have no idea what middles are. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Everybody gets married. The end. Yes. Yes. It literally just says families, families learn, learn lessons. lessons. <laughs> Our main thing is we think they get disconnected and their train kind of like goes off the rails and like they kind of end up in the wilderness and they meet. And if you haven't noticed, uh, Elizabeth, the families are complete reversals of each other. So when opposites attract, they all attract. This movie does end with everybody marrying their opposite <laughs> yeah cat okay. marries the dog every boy middle boy and middle girl younger boy and younger girl uh they all they uh, all come uncle, together mom, mom and, and dad. yeah aunt and uncle mom and dad um or those could even be switched up if we want to make it like a crazy movie no uh and so <laughs> in the end they all learn their lessons and marry their opposites uh <laughs> 
<laughs> the last minute good news comes in from the form of Hans Locomill, a German locomillionaire who's taking interest in the two families and dr- drives them home in his private underground train, also known as Minecart. Okay. I feel so like we've got a lot to go with. Was in the day here, or, or did y'all have a couple of sessions where like, you started writing and then... Um, had some Christmas cheer and then kept writing. <laughs> um, a lot of this is uh, notes I half transcribed from episodes I, I forgot that we recorded earlier yeah, this month. So every every episode we would take a little bit and add more to this. The main story being there's two families that are opposites. One mm-hmm. loves Christmas. The other hates Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is very over Christmas and so hates it. The other one you know, hasn't had enough money for Christmas. And so finally saves up all their money to go to this wonderland. They need to learn lessons. We don't know what they are. Yeah. Um, we said that they landed uh, the town Christmas forgot. I said it would be funnier if they just got stranded and maybe, uh, didn't have to necessarily eat each other, but survive and learn that Christmas is, uh, just being alive is great. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's a good one. Or my pitch was they go to the town Christmas Forgot and they have to teach the villagers what Christmas even is. And in teaching them, they learn what Christmas really is, too, because they both keep getting it wrong. They're like, Christmas is about presents. No, it's about love. Well, maybe it's about something a little more, says the well, weird homeless man that's really Santa. Yeah. <laughs> That, that might be a bit tricky because then you've got to have all the colorful uh, characters that populate the town. Ooh. I think you're really onto something here with a Christmas train. There's something to um, getting that the train of files on your side of like, yes, at last, a train movie for Christmas. Yes. <laughs> People that love trains love trains. Mm. So um, I think so it's, it's useful. I, it feels like Santa and the millionaire could totally be the same person. You could combine those oh. two. You're saying, Hans <laughs> you're saying Hans Locomille is actually Santa Claus? Absolutely. Like, oh, I'm, oh. I'm just Hans driving the crane. I'm, I'm the Christmas German person. And then, surprise, that was Santa all along. Holy shit. Okay. This is like tight. They, they, they want to be the same person, it seems. Well, we still have two Christmas lessons to learn. So maybe what we should do is hop on into a gingerbread <laughs> romance, get those two final Christmas lessons. And Put then, on your gumdrop seatbelt. <laughs> yeah, and really <laughs> nail this movie down. Let's do it. I'm loving this. All right, we're about to jump into the 2018 movie, A Gingerbread Romance. You can go ahead and watch on HallmarkEverywhereRightNow.com, uh, and you can uh, follow along with us. We're going to watch the first 15 minutes, and we'll be right back. Pinch Babies. Blank sign. More like this is your intro. <laughs> I, I got it. I got it. Okay. Yeah. Old Lang sign. More like bold runtime. Fifteen minutes. <laughs> that was great. Oh dear. <laughs> I nailed it. I'm well, definitely, I'm I definitely I should be wrong. assigned to writing something. <laughs> what was that, Elizabeth? I, I'm glad I was wrong about my initial assessment that she was the baker. I forgot that one of the most beloved tropes is the high-powered career woman and the artistic man who helps her slow down and appreciate the finer things in life. <laughs> we should have known. We should have known. Guys, we're back. We just watched the first 15 minutes of A Gingerbread Romance, and we're going to really get into it because we got a movie to write. 
Um, First off, can I say, you know these movies very well. Yes. It was very fun to hear you just like <laughs> eviscerate this movie at every yes, point. Yes, call like, what was happening. <laughs> it was great. Uh, I, I Smith Legend. It's one of the better I've seen. Really? really? I thought the I acting mean, was terrible. Yeah, I thought the acting was the worst I've seen in any of these. <laughs> right. No, they're not good. But <laughs> of the not good, it's doing pretty okay. Yeah. 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 No, it was enjoyable for what it was. I, I definitely... Uh, the main conceit, just so we can get into it, like you said, high-powered, uh, moves around a lot, uh, businesswoman, architect, uh, must oh. team up with artsy baker boy. Uh, yes, in order to... single father. Single father. <laughs> yeah. There was another woman there, and I want to know, she didn't say her relation to him, but it's definitely not lover. Um, and we, uh, and I'm sure his wife's dead. Um, and we need, and they need to team up in order to make a life-size gingerbread house so that they can, uh, win this competition. And she can get a job and in heading job. the architecture firm in Paris. Yeah. Someone tells me, Ned, she's not going to Paris. Uh, I really enjoyed the line. You, you commented on it as well. The, uh, <laughs> I thought I was getting Europe, but I got the North pole. <laughs> yeah. Very good. That's a line yeah. we could possibly use in our train movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, this ticked off. If you can pull up our lessons, this p- ticked off a number of lessons for us. Uh, we had a precocious Christmas child, his daughter. Uh, we had Brooke, opposites. Yeah. A- yep, we had Brooke. We had opposites attract. We had a contentious meet cute. We did. Uh, and then a uh, we don't know about the kind of ending tropes, but of our four opening tropes, we had three. So I'm pretty happy with that. <laughs> and, and we're holding out hope that the, the giant Santa doll on her desk will come to life. I, I dare to dream that oh, he's please. incognito as a paperweight. Please, please. Do you think Santa will show up in this movie? I, that would, no. God, that would no. do the world I for think me. Gonna, I think they're going to blow their budget on a Tia Maori slash new last name that I forgot with a bunch of consonants in it, and the gingerbread house. The so gingerbread think, house we'll is look going at what to we're going to have at the end. It's going to be similar to the Christmas house, where I think they're going to go all out. Oh, uh, yeah. To make it look cool at the end. Well, what's nice is cardboard and gingerbread are the same color, so we'll see how <laughs> oh, we did. Oh, we'll there we go. Uh, Ned, your thoughts on this so far? So, uh, here, I'm, like, I'm looking at my notes again. Um, another line I really enjoyed from this, so... She moves around a lot as a kid, and we see as an adult she continues to move around. Elizabeth uh, commented that there's many uh, imageries of houses. She's drawing pictures of houses. She's getting her advent calendar with a big old Christmas house on it. Uh, And she had a line that her mom said that was like, now remember, wherever you hang up your Christmas stocking, Santa Claus will find you. So I really like that theme of like, uh, Christmas is where the heart is. It's not at home, it's where you are. Yeah, exactly. Christmas is where you are. Yeah. I just feel like I have NSA-related questions of like, how how accurate is Santa like creeping to follow me? In yeah, he, he really knows where you are. He, he really you. knows when you're sleeping. He really knows. Um, oh dear! I was searching high and low for a Christmas lesson uh-huh. from this. Uh, should we hit that theme? Oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna hit our Christmas lesson theme song. Uh, I'm sorry, this is the longer of our theme songs. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Do you hear those bells ringing? That means that class is in session to learn about the Santa season. It's your Christmas lesson. Your Christmas lesson. Your Christmas lesson. Your Christmas lesson. Thank you, Connor, I, for that delightful. Thank you for that. 
<laughs> it's a really jarring ending. I'm sorry. <laughs> so we, well, you use uh, sleigh bells in, in that. And so does the movie to start things off. If you listen, there's an underscoring of those rampant sleigh bells to let us know. We're getting better at this. Elizabeth. <laughs> We're understanding the tropes quite a bit. Now, I had a couple of different ones that I was batting around. Did you have anything you were kind of looking I at? I couldn't write any Christmas lessons because I felt like we only kind of milked them dry. <laughs> I think our, I think our one that I've seen the most that I've seen now in every one of these, and it will be hard for hours, but I think we could get it done, is uh, Best Friend Sounding Board. <laughs> Um, which was our, my favorite part of the movie so far is you need a character. Uh, you brought up Shakespeare when we were watching it because uh, Shakespeare frequently, um, I just did Hamlet and I cut down mm-hmm. Hamlet because Hamlet's ridiculously long. But uh, a lot of Hamlet is them just going, did you hear what just happened? Yeah, this just happened. Yeah, that was crazy, huh? Oh, here comes we, Hamlet. We recap for the drinkers. Yeah. yeah, recap for the drinkers. But another thing that they do uh, is they have it so that it's not just monologues they'll throw Horatio in there every now and then to be like what are you thinking about my lord and he's like well here's what I think Horatio and he goes oh okay well what are you gonna do about it and he goes well I think I'm gonna do this and he goes all right goodbye Uh, (laughs) and that's kind of Horatio's role and I think that since Shakespeare all the way now to whatever her name is uh, this best friend in this movie we had a best friend in this movie whose only job was to ask the main character how they were feeling what they're gonna do next and um, what's what are the kind of things so maybe each one of our families should have a best friend sounding board <laughs> and they could fall in love too hmm. I would I would say everybody in each family confides in their pet that's wow these pets and these pets you know what they can do huh. they can talk they can talk I think the pets should talk in this movie for sure but not often <laughs> no because the thing about the sounding board is they need to be able to ask the question Mm-hmm. what's going on because they can't keep talking to each other about it i yeah. was thinking maybe even maybe they don't talk then it, they just like let, well how about a christmas conductor gets gets like gets caught in the thing with them <laughs> and they just both confide in him and he's almost the one that has to bridge the gap between the families well didn't you give them each um a non-romantic other adult so like dad can tell the aunt and mom can tell the uncle <laughs> That's true, too. So, so a there's, a, there's a phrase point. that's very beloved of sassy best friend. Mm-hmm. This would be like the sassy sibling that they could tell things to. Ooh, sassy sounding board. We do, yeah. <laughs> we do have go. three Give boys and three girls. I like sassy sounding board. Sassy mm-hmm. sounding what? Board. Sa- oh, sassy sounding board. Gotcha. Okay, so let me put it's that It's just on something list. you talk to. Yeah. <laughs> Something or someone. <laughs> yeah. Sentence optional. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. Sassy sounding board. And we'll say that that is a character that the main character confides in. Lives to ask questions. I'll <laughs> <laughs> just write lives to ask questions. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, okay. So now we have, I think we have more of a function of that aunt-uncle role. Yeah. Because now they're there just to serve the mom, serve the dad. Uh, and serve the three boys or three girls. Yes. Or male dog or female cat. And we really shouldn't see them and the opposite uncle having any connection till the very end. Cause that'll be a fun little thing of, Oh, they get together too. Well, if we, it's not a Christmas movie, but if you look at the parent trap, we have the, the maid and the Butler. Yes. Who help finagle things back together as well. Yes. I love that. And the ma- maid has a fun name. I forget what it is. 
What what happens to the maid and the butler at the end of the? They movie? get together. They get together as well. Okay. Yes. Well, it's like kind of wink, wink. Let's get together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, uh, Elizabeth? Let's let's divorce ourselves a little bit from gingerbread uh, romance. We've dissected it fully. Um, <laughs> I want to ask you what is what's wrong with our screenplay? What do what we need right now? What is our main? What's our main problems? Well, besides the middle, soft glasses, you need a Christmas miracle, boys. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that was kind of our help uh, or our thinking of uh, having somebody with a private train rescue them from their original train. But I like the idea of that German train conductor just being that train conductor. I think we're getting too many trains at this point. Yeah. I think she's saying we need a Christmas miracle to make this good. What? (laughs) (laughs) So using using the things that you've described so far, so far, the opposite track, the precocious precocious Christmas child, you've got six children. You've got that figure out in spades. The contentious meat cute. I would offer a little bit of uh, polishing because we have the peppermint family. Uh, the, at the moment called the Kandersons. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> the keep thinking about that. But we have the Peppermint family mm-hmm. who has made their fortune selling candy canes. So I propose that the other family, currently called the Othersons, be a hot chocolate family where perhaps oh. they have a beloved hot chocolate recipe. It's not selling as well as it might. Oh. But later, oh, if you combine the peppermint and the hot chocolate. Fuck! <laughs> yes! You're so good at this! <laughs> you did it! <laughs> Oh like you, you gave yourself a gift in giving the first family this this peppermint fortune, but you need to look for what would be their match. Okay. And right. very much Hot you've chocolate. got mail slash the shop around the corner. Um, they they go head to head in business when really they need to team up. Oh man. Brilliant. This is yeah, okay. Hmm. 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 The Cocosins. The co- <laughs> Not to be confused with with uh, you know other other families. Yeah. Um, but for now, like in short in short term, until you have your breakthrough, I'd say you know call them the peppermint and the chocolate families just mm-hmm. until you figure it out. How do you come up with names when you write? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I've actually spent time scrolling around on baby names websites. That's mm-hmm. a that's a fun one if you want to look up like the meaning behind name. So Ooh. if you've got a Scrooge type character, you know, grumpy peppermint dad. Um, Maybe he's he's a bit salty or savory. So you look up something that you know um, Pringle. That means I don't know. I'm, I'm spitballing. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, no, yeah. Pringle the dad. <laughs> Dad's name is Pringle. Dad's name is Pringle. Uh, it's salty. Our friend Charles Dickens, you know, he gave us the gift of Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah, uh, which is not a very romantic name. No, no, no. it's not. <laughs> So maybe start with an adjective and then and then find a name to, to suit that. What is okay? So our main Kanderson dad. Well, let's let's divorce Kanderson from it. Yeah, uh, it's, he's he's the peppermint uh, prince. Prince. The peppermint prince. The prince of it, peppermint prince of Pittsburgh. <laughs> he should have. Good Lord. He should have two P names. Okay. Oh, okay. Like a, like a like Peter Parker style thing, but not Peter Parker. No. Yeah. So um, we can call him P- Perry. Yeah, it's gross. Um, how about Princeton as a last name? Oh, Princeton's. Princeton's Peppermints. Princeton. Princeton's oh, you don't put the actual name in their last name like Kanderson's. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kanderson's We're learning a lot. We want chicken strips. That's all I, you know. Hey, that's not a bad thing to want. No, uh, uh, <laughs> hmm. Okay, I like I like Princeton. Princeton I like Peppermints Princeton as well. Princeton implies that he's smart and he's of money. And yes, yes. yes. 
And he, in the end, he's a real prince of a fella. Ah, come on now! <laughs> I love it. Um, what's a what's a what's a rancid first name that starts rancid? Pram, Perry, Paul, Peter, Pickle. Unfortunately, a lot of you know Peter is kind of distracting. Um, very, yeah. Hmm. Okay, well let's let's skip let's let's let's, let's, let's table let's yeah. work on other sins real quick because uh, we wanted this yeah to be like the less well off family uh, we originally named them the poor Schmuckersons uh, and we decided <laughs> that was kind of a mouthful uh, so we went with oh, the cheer. other sins so they sell hot cocoa or hot chocolate yeah mm-hmm. Harry Connick so like hot chocolate Mugworth you know Mugworth. Mugworth. <laughs> I love the Mugworths. Right. Oh my because, god! Because you know that implies that their worth is not financial. But no, it's yes. a mug. <laughs> it's really, a mug. You can keep their mug. You not, got it. Not Uggworth. Uggsworth. <laughs> they sell boots. Yeah, they sell an Uggsworth of cocoa. <laughs> the Mugsworth. I like Mugsworth. Mugsworth. Yeah, play with it. Mugsworth. Mugsworthian. Um, it's a I very Mugsworthian it makes sense character. For the Coco's family Princeton. dog to be named Marshmallow. Marshmallow Mugsworth. <laughs> Yeah, and he's like the spokes dog. God, this is or cute. Cat, I lost track. Yeah, you're really helping yeah, us make this cute. <laughs> All right, marshmallow in here. This is good. I, you are helping us a lot. This yeah, is amazing. This rules. <laughs> okay, so the Mugsworth, the Mugworth, the Mugsworth. I like Mugsworths and the Princetons are the two competing families. We've got a dad. We kind of figured out the dad and the aunt. Uh, should those three boys have any identities of their own in a Simon Alvin Theodore kind of way? Yes. And, and you know, there's the tall, the middle, the short. And you're going for a full Brady Bunch kind of melding here. Of course that's we were thinking. That's what was, that's, so, that was the idea. I'm, you know, if we're going off of tropes, if we're just going to shamelessly steal what we have learned God, from please. others, um, the tall ones are, they still remember the dead parent. And are not having a good Christmas. You know, they want to be on their phones. And the middle ones are nerdy and bookish and just want to read. And the young ones are up to mischief and getting coal on their faces. Gotcha. Okay. Well, the, the youngest boy's name is Cole. Yeah. Great. Cole Princeton. Cole Princeton. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. And then the youngest girl could be like, Joy. <laughs> <laughs> Colon Joy. I'm just going to write down Colon Joy at the bottom here just yeah. later. Um, I mean, eat your, eat and remember your heart that. Out. If, you, if you do the, the thing like faith, charity, and joy, you know, it's like. Oh, wow. The daughters. Because those, the, those are the Mugsworths, and of course they're going to name their stuff yeah. nice. Faith Mugsworth. Whereas, yeah, yeah. Whereas the dad faith, and the charity, rich family, I could joy. see, uh, just speaking as someone who's worked with a lot of children, we've got like the Braylons, the Cadens, the Coles, oh, the you know. Kylies. I love Brayden. Mm-hmm. I like a, a good Brayden. Yeah, they got to be Brayden. Brayden, Jaden, and Cole. Oh, Brayden, Bryce, Cole. Brayden. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> Just hear giggling. It's just a BBC situation. <laughs> oh, got it. <laughs> Braden Bryce Yeah. Braden. Okay, not a B. Uh, wait, who are the? These are the Princetons, right? Braden Princeton. Yeah, because you got the boys together and the girls together. Yeah. It might be fun Braden, to get the Caden, dad three little girls because he's having a hard time raising girls. Ooh. Because he's a man. Should we switch them? So up? if you swap the genders of the of the children. Yes, please. Okay. 
Although uh, there's something much like we learned from the gingerbread romance. I like that the girls have a dog and the boys have a cat. It's a nice change. Mm, well, we, 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 we can move the whole the whole second unit. Uh, the, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the dog's named Marshmallow. That's I like the oh, dog yeah, named Marshmallow on. more than a cat. Come on now. Okay. I'm extracting these in our uh, synopsis. <laughs> yeah, the, the fur is flying. <laughs> so now we have a dad with an aunt, three girls, mm-hmm. and a cat. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Um, no. Sure. I mean, sure. It's no, it's no. The dog. You. You got to switch I thought, the I thought dog the dad the could keep the dog. Oh, oh the dad still has the dog. Yes. Oh God, this story is getting confusing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what's nice about that is if the dad has. He's, he's got all these women, right? He's got the aunt. He's got these girls. He's got this dog. Like, everybody's a girl but him. Yes. Yeah. And so that causes, like, maybe I, I want to hang out with these boys in this other family. You know? Oh, and, like, dad dude. Starts to wants bond to throw the football the around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, he's pacing around in the train, and he's like, man, I just really want to play some catch. It's the only thing that'll take <laughs> the edge off. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Okay, so... If you if you're keeping up at home, we now have the Princetons. They make peppermints. Uh, it is a dad. Uh, oh, crap! What did we say the dad's name was again? We don't know yet. Oh, okay, okay, something Princeton. Something Pr- Papa yeah. Princeton for now. Papa Princeton. <laughs> uh, we have the aunt, Aunt Priscilla. Oh, Priscilla's good. Thank yeah, you, Priscilla Pris- Princeton. Pris- Priscilla Princeton. We got three girls: Faith, Charity, and Joy. Is that Love still okay with the Princetons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, the mom named them. Uh, and then uh, the male dog. The mom loved Christmas. The mom loved Christmas. And yeah. In the Princetons? Oh, okay. So she's she's like the, the absent. Because uh, mm-hmm. she's died. Christmas presents. Yeah. 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 Christ- oh, presents. Yeah. Presents. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my favorite. Ned, you're getting good at this. <laughs> uh, and then over with the Mugsworths, they're the poorer family. We have a mom, Mama Mugsworth. <laughs> yep. We have Uncle Manny. <laughs> yeah. That's more, you know, that's a more common name. Yeah, Manny Mugsworth. Three boys, Braden, Caden, and Cole. Caden. <laughs> I like Caden. I have a kid in my class named yes. Caden. Is, right. is that how you spell Caden? No, it's with a Y, unfortunately. What? <laughs> no. They won't know C-A-Y-D. when the movie's out. <laughs> Santa will still find him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever his stocking hangs. Braden, Caden, oh, and Cole. God. And I think that the precocious children should maybe be the middle children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Let's get the middle kids some love. Yeah, because yeah. they're bookish and they're like, you know, they're smart and Cole and Joy are running around and they're going crazy and Faith and Brayden are crying about their dead parent. And so Charity and Caden are the ones that are like, hmm. I'm, hi- I'm highlighting them in our Google Doc with a precocious mm-hmm. pink. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, uh, especially in movies like Seven Brides for Seven Brothers or stage musical, they'll color code. And Romeo and Juliet, they'll kind of color code so you know which couple goes together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I love that. Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. What a, what a, yeah. a wacky musical. Spring, spring, yes. spring. Uh, cool. So where should we move from here then? Where, what are we thinking? My thing is, I think we've locked down these characters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Characters I, feel good. Characters feel good. I think the what I think what we're missing is we're we're very clear on they get to the train station, but we need about five minutes of life at home. What was that before like? You know Ooh, I mean? Like movie opens with them. Uh, they're finishing packing, so you see how everyone exactly. kind of relates to each other. Yes, mm-hmm. and Cole we see Dad is, runs a tight ship. Yes. Yeah, like he's got a stopwatch when the girls have to be ready. Oh. <laughs> 
mom's more loosey goosey and she's going back to turn off the oven before they burn down the house. Oh wow, I love this. So yeah, much. yeah. <laughs> Run, runs back, turns off the oven, gets in the car, then runs back, opens the oven, takes uh, one of the kids' bags out of the oven, <laughs> closes it, and runs back in the car. Oh wow, that's yeah. great. Gets the get, comes back, gets the cat. Yeah. The three makes it funny. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the dad he gives almost a, left mittens. You know. The dad gives a lashing to the kids after they get into the van a millisecond late. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, mm-hmm. the young, oldest is sorry about it, youngest is sorry about it, but the middle one's like, "Does it really matter, Dad?" And he's like, "Charity." <laughs> and then you hear a oh. you hear a roof, and he's like, "That's right." And then they take off. Because the dog, the dad can understand the dog. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just feel like the training wheels are coming off, and I'm so proud, and I'm stepping back and watching y'all roll away. <laughs> in, in the future. This is amazing. Whoa, yes. whoa. Now, I think our <laughs> biggest problem, are, and I think this is what we should spend the rest of our time on before we jump into the ending of Gingerbread uh, Romance. What Ooh. lessons do we need them to learn and what's the best way for them to learn them? Because I'm going to tell you right now, Elizabeth, we just kind of talked about it earlier. We're no good at middles. We just don't know what they are. If you if you listen to our show, you know we take the very first episode and then let hours of television go by. And then we jump into the very last episode. And they're gone to us. So we don't care about them. Right. So I, I think um, when I talk about writing with with young, young writers, uh, I try to break it down into the simplest forms of want but so so there's something that these families need to really want but there's a problem in the way so what are they going to do about it and the but section there's usually a couple of butts and the kids all laugh because i've said the word butts um there's there's multiple problems along the way and that's kind of the fun of the middle and that is something that you have been skipping is the like oh but maybe no now oh, but can we try this no the that, failed that's funny because when i teach acting i use oot uh, which is objectives, obstacles, and tactics, uh, which is very, very the much same. the same thing. Yeah. And we haven't yeah. been using that at all. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you looking at me? You're the teacher. <laughs> so I'd say, number one, do yourself a favor and streamline that the train ride is the thing. Like, if we get on this train, the adventure's going to happen on the train. Okay. Maybe it's a really popular Christmas ride, and they're both trying to convince Hans Santa millionaire that theirs is the product that needs to be sold in on the train like this the specialty oh. beautiful ride going by this gorgeous scenery okay so wait this is even better I didn't even the train is the thing so 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 the Mugsworth rather than uh, they're going on this trip to this this land but the real reason for the trip is like this train ride is the big Christmas train ride that everyone takes. Like there's like carolers on this train. It's the, it's not the Christmas house. It's the Christmas train. Yes. Uh, Also Mm -hmm. another title for this movie, polar opposites express something to think about. (laughs) Yeah. Polar opposites express their love for each other. We are really, really moving away from regifting Christmas. Sorry, I'm so sorry. It's just something that <laughs> no, popped in I'm my head. No, I'm talking about regifting Christmas makes no sense anymore. Oh yeah, I mean it's where we started, Fair. not where we ended. It's kind uh, of like a train ride. <laughs> Polar Opposites Express is very great. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, the Chris Van Allsburg estate uh, will sue. Okay. Um, <laughs> So yeah, if if they are perhaps the Princetons are they're going on this train ride even though they hate Christmas and at the end of it they'll go on their tropical vacation like that's the plan is they're just going to get through this make the money sign the deal and then they can go. Oh, and for so the uh, and for the Mugsworth this is the trip 
because they only right. get one they Christmas trip. They haven't gotten trip, to take a trip. And they can only pay. They spent all their money on the trip in order to sell the cocoa. So if they get mm-hmm. off the train without this deal, they're toast. Yeah. They can't right. pay their mortgage. Right. Oh, and then the, the Christmas train stops in all these cute villages at these stations. So each time the train stops somewhere, they have to get off and like try to sell the product and woo people <laughs> that have inve- invested in the Christmas train's back and forth journey. Like you go on this ride to do your holiday shopping. Yeah. Do some ice skating. Like there's different stops in different towns. And this train route is revitalizing the economies of all of them. Oh so we my all feel good about capitalism. <laughs> wow. This is amazing. The Mugsworths and the Princetons want to be the premier cocoa and peppermint providers yeah. for this train stations and the line, the train line. Because the last, the old man died that sold the last big item on the train and they lost the account or something. Yeah. And so there's a the, brand the new account. account. Oh, yeah. yeah, the s'mores account was lost. So there's a brand new uh, snack opening on this train. And well, perhaps, you know, this is the Jurassic Park, like, we're going to do the test ride, but we have to have our, our last few concession items figured out. And so then your, your German Santa undercover um, is secretly like, tell me that it's okay. <laughs> like, tell me you can provide the right cocoa. <laughs> oh, so it's a test ride. Yeah. So everybody's experiencing the wonder yeah. of the Christmas train. <laughs> this is cool because then that leaves uh, – things to go wrong on the train ride itself as well. Some malfunctions there. Exactly. So then the cat chases the dog and Oh no, this is on fire. But like there's, there's people that work on the train that like are depending on this going well, but have their own hopes, you know, Oh no, it's snowing too much. Save the blizzard idea. We won't make it to the train station in time. Oh no. Like, I think at the end, keep the dangers. I think mm-hmm. at the end, maybe the two families get into a huge fight that kind of derails the train, and that, and so the guy's like, you know what? Neither of you get the account, and you're both in Christmas jail. You're, you're terrible. We don't like you anymore. And so their one final gesture is they both have to come together. They have to do one final gesture to the other family to and prove their love, that, yeah. and then they have to come together to save the train. Yeah. And they, they, um, and that's when they put the they hot chocolate, the peppermint, hot chocolate. peppermint hot chocolate. And everyone's like, oh my God, we yeah. never even thought about this. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> oh my the God. The other thing that we might have just been able to steal from the gingerbread romance is that there's a, a third vendor. Ooh. And much like murder on the Orient Express. Yes, there's another spoilers, party. The families have to work together to not let that no good, lousy, slick cheat of a vendor. Yeah, the Fudgersons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Frank Fudge is coming. Yeah. Through. They use Splenda. No. Like, Whatever's wrong with like they're mean to kids. All yes. the kids. Like, Their kids are all mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has a full family. The families too. work together to stop them from taking over. But also he has a full family. Like it's a mom and dad and uncle and aunt and three boys no. and three girls. <laughs> he just has eight dogs. <laughs> <laughs> they're all mean. <laughs> I'm going to call them a Christmas iguana. Like, I don't know, but they, they come together to stop a common enemy. I'm naming the character Frank smudge. So it could be smudges fudges. I'm into it. Okay. His soul is smudged. His dirty money. Like that's Frank. God. Yes. It's dirty money. I love this. Okay. I'm feeling pretty hot on this right now. Do do we want to jump into the final? I think we got a great middle, a great Mm -hmm. beginning. I think we need to figure out a killer ending. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, And I think we're on a good track, but we need to turn back to a gingerbread romance in order to get 
that final thing, but I'm so jonesed on this right now. <laughs> this is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's jump into the final 15 minutes of, uh, the gingerbread romance. I almost said the all Christmas aboard. house. <laughs> all aboard. <laughs> Fudge smudge. sign so maybe you could come in with something hot ho 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 my goodness i hadn't thought of an intro because i thought you'd be giving it <laughs> well you had so much criticism of my old leg sign <laughs> i had criticism of you stopping <laughs> oh you had criti- oh, i mean you're you criticize me all the dang time i christmas size you <laughs> Well, also at the end of a rom-com, it's, oh, bang time. Oh, <laughs> I do not want to watch those two fuck. <laughs> no. Oh, Lord, they y'all. They were terrible. We, we just watched the last 15 minutes of a gingerbread romance. Uh, Ned, what was your overall impression? Bad. So bad. Yeah. Every piece uh, came together in a terrible way. No one got better at acting. Um, the gingerbread houses all sucked shit, uh, and they're chemistry was gone it was awful awful for a baker he had terrible chemistry <laughs> really really elizabeth any thoughts i they lost all their their get up and go i feel like they had a lot of help writing the first 10 pages of that script and then the last were just they didn't even have any good like puns or one-liners it was i, I think we see that quite a bit we, though yeah in this uh format from what me and ned have seen of the five while well, we watched five of the five hallmark christmas movies we watched um, I think what I see quite a bit is we always talk about how much gets shoved into those first 15 minutes because mm-hmm. they really have to lay everything out. And in the last 15, they really limp to a finish. <laughs> yeah. They really just barely get there. Um, yeah, y'all should be less scared of writing the end of your movie after watching that because <laughs> you can do better. Well, I feel like we need to buck the trend though, right? Like I feel like that needs to be our, you know, our call to arms is that we we see these terrible, terrible uh, endings and we got to finish off strong. Yeah. 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 Um, so how do we do one that? Of the yeah, that so I what think do we really do? let all the air out for a gingerbread romance was who's going to win the competition. And the mayor gets up at the podium is like, who, here are the people. They won. Boom. <laughs> yeah. No stakes. Not no. even a drum roll. <laughs> no, and not even like a last minute crazy thing happened. Like I think they were supposed to be. So what happens is they have their Christmas, uh, gingerbread house competition. And, uh, all the different yeah we, we opened displayed. up on a pretty good uh line where uh what's the main guy's name adam adam, Ad- adam is like thank you so much and you're right maybe i will try to uh get my own restaurant also do you want to join us for christmas to which she responds uh yes actually no i got the paris job and it's like perfect we know where everyone ended up in this yes. last 15 minutes um, yeah, they do the competition. They win. They win and with, then with ease. She goes off to Paris, but uh, before she does, she uh, Adam r- races to her house, but she's already left after she has after she has a little conversation with uh, what's her name next door, uh, Wendy the neighbor, Wendy neighbor, <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, she also coworker, um, and so <laughs> does Wendy work with her too. No, you're thinking no. of the other, uh, the super There's board brunette lady. Coworker, she, yeah, that's who I uh, thought it was. She has two yeah. sounding boards. Yeah, two two sounding boards. Oh wow, <laughs> two friends. What a life. Um, and so, and so then uh, he races to her house to try to stop her, but she's already at the airport. But she sees a little girl 
who has drawn a little picture of her family, and she comes back and tells it's one last final one final gesture. Yeah. And she she just shows up to their house on Christmas and everyone um, is so excited. They go, you're here. okay?" Yeah, it's very much like (laughs) no one sounded excited or surprised. Adam literally goes, I thought you were in Paris. Well, come in. It's cold out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. And And, then also forces a kiss on her under the mistletoe. Oh, my God. Such a. You, oh. you said a lot of things were made of cardboard uh, in Nothing this movie. Nothing more than their relationship. <laughs> yeah. So gross. Also, uh, Ray, uh, Adam's boss, was like, instead of opening your own place, uh, why don't we, let's just partner up and you can just do it now. And it's now Ray and Adam's. Yep. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> done and done. Um, I think the thing that we really need to get at, Elizabeth, is we need to make it so that these people uh, watching our movie want those couples to kiss each other, especially mm. Mama and Papa. Yeah, we really got to show yep. their chemistry, and yeah. I, and I, what what's going to be the thing that ties them together? Uh, like what we know why they're so different, but why are they so similar? Ooh. Well, see, here's here's the gift you've given yourselves, guys. All the pieces are there. You've poured the Legos out on the table. <laughs> if if Dad and Mom are at first, they're total business opposites. Their whole business plan is different. Their whole reason for being here is different. Um, one's driven by money, one just wants to provide a magical Christmas for their family, but the little money would also be nice. You know, the Cratchits yeah. and the Scrooges. Sure. We got it. Um, but then as they start to spend time together, as each train station, you know, they stop and get off and start to kind of fall for each other. The kids latch up, the pets latch up, the parents want to latch up, but they can't get any time together because they're parents with all these freaking kids. So then there's this this yearning, this longing to get a little quiet time together. And so when they finally do get to kiss, it's going to be, so, you know, at last. Uh, because you, there's usually the one chased kiss yeah. per Hallmark movie, and it's yes. at the oh. 11th hour. Yes. Oh. This came with two minutes left. Yeah. Uh, maybe not even. Yeah. Uh, so I like that. Ned, I think it's time. I think we need our final, our final Christmas, Christmas lesson. lesson. Should we play the, the theme song again? We should. Why not? Yeah, we got to play the theme song well, every time. I, you know what's crazy is this one's a little different. What's different with oh. this one? Uh, this one, I think it's, 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 it's the final Christmas lesson theme song. Oh, oh so there's a different theme song. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> there certainly is. Yeah. So I'll put it right here. It's your last Christmas lesson. Now you're all on your own. You are now a Christmas scholar. Mine. Look how much you Christmas grown. Okay, cool. That wasn't that cool? Yeah, that was a very cool, different version of that theme song. Yeah, it was grander. Yeah. (laughs) It was better made. I'm so glad we heard it. (laughs) Okay, so one final Christmas lesson. Um, Gosh, this is tough. I really hated the back half of this. Uh, Even the boss, when he's like, so we'll have the store together, right? Cool. Well, that takes care of that. Yeah, he literally (laughs) goes, that wrapped that up. So I'm wondering what uh, Elizabeth, do you have a final Christmas lesson that you could pull from this? Uh, yeah, I think what we need to do here is find the positive and the negative. Like there was a lot of no, 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 like none of us were into it. Mm-hmm. And so the opposite of that is we need to provide that satisfaction, like the payoff. What was missing? Um, or, or, or hmm. Ned, I think she, I think she just cracked the code. We've been looking for ways to make a perfect Hallmark movie. We've got nine lessons. Our last one is throw it all away. <laughs> crumple up those tropes. Like a snowball. Yeah. 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 Crumple, like crumple a, them all. 
toss them at your teacher or your crush. <laughs> Either one, you'll get a good result. <laughs> um, yeah, cr- cr- uh, crumple them up, baby. That's going to let us be free okay. to do these lots. So do our final Christmas lesson is be free. Be free. <laughs> crumple it up. Be free. Cr- Krampus it up. Krampus uh, it up. All right, crample it up. <laughs> Chris, crample. Um, yeah, I mean, you. This that's the thing, y'all, is, is you have imbibed millions of stories at this point, yeah. both for the podcast and in your own lives. Sure. And you know what feels good and what makes you go, oh, that was a great series. Oh, that was a great show. Oh, I want to watch that again. I loved it so much. And which ones make you go, damn, I'm mad. I want 90 minutes of my life back. Mm-hmm. So write, write for your own soft, gooey holiday hearts. Wow. So what is something personal to us that we can add into this? Mm-hmm. Like maybe they could shrink a binge somehow in the movie. <laughs> Whoa, that'd be sick. <laughs> or what, what is something? Or they start a podcast. Or yeah. <laughs> That's what the kids do. They start a podcast network. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. At the end, they come together and they realize <laughs> they need a way they, they, <laughs> to yeah. market there. They've learned that they have to broadcast and the parents are like, well, we were able to reach this and we made so much money selling our stuff on this uh, Christmas train. But mm-hmm. how do we reach the masses? And then they cut to the kids right. who've been hanging out in the, the oldest, other car. The oldest nerdy kids yeah. who have been like, leave me alone on my phone. Like, Ugh. They've been taking beautiful photographs for the gram, although you might have to call it something else. All three of the kids have been doing something. All, all three six? sets. Yeah, yeah, all three sets have been doing something. That will help them on their podcast network. And they're sponsored by the Peppermints and the Cocos. And that's, oh my gosh. Cocoa Mint Dreams. Cocoa Mint Dreams. And then the whole family's invested in this working, right? Yeah. The, the aunt and the uncle are up to something, you know, with, with making sure that the mom and dad don't have to run the whole business. Yeah. So I love this. They call their network Cheerwolf. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe one for the kids um, writes the, the jingle song for putting their products together. Like yes. this is get a song squeezed in there. This is where we finally give every character kind of their their yeah, ability. Yeah. Their, their yes. not their ability. <laughs> no, it's their special ability. Yeah. It's what they can do. Yeah, they because a big part that they keep saying is they keep saying this is the only this is the only way we can get our product out there is this Christmas train and maybe they even lose the account at the end to the fudges oh yeah smudges fudges smudges maybe, their maybe name smudges fudges wins the account that way we take away the no stakes thing where they mm-hmm. you know win they don't have to win the big competition but they learn along the way they can market themselves <sighs> DIY yeah. or die DIY or die <laughs> it comes back to the thing we like yes <laughs> If I may be so bold, I do have a one line that I would like to suggest for the film. Oh, absolutely. Can we please get a Christmas line? All right. Wait, do you want to so, play the Christmas line theme we song? We need to play the Christmas line theme okay. song. <laughs> oh, oh. It will be an honor, sir. Wow. That, that was, was a good theme song. <laughs> Elizabeth, what was your favorite part of that theme song? Yeah, what did you like the most? Uh, oh, all of it at, at once. It, it all did happen at the same time. <laughs> it was time. all at once. <laughs> yeah. It was a bunch of different Christmas lines set on top of each other. <laughs> what okay, a great okay. thing. Here, here's the line that I would love for y'all to, to take as my final like bow on top of your film. Please. Is oh, the please. mom and the dad in that last two minutes as they're going in for the kiss. You know, grumpy candy cane dad and Mugsworth morality mom. Um, the dad says, you help me get my life back on track. Yeah! 
<laughs> Choo -choo. Oh my god, so good. So, so with that um, they'll use that I'll take ten percent. Yeah, that's please. Yeah, no, please. <laughs> you can take much more percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, I think we got a movie going here. This you said we needed a Christmas miracle at Elizabeth. I think you are the Christmas you miracle. Christmas You've miracle. saved our Thank movie. Thank you so much. And well, I, even even uh, Gingerbread Romance had three writers on it. So, you know, it takes the village sometimes. Yeah. Well, we got to wrap up our thing as we always do. That's uh, right. Part of the shrinking binges means we have to uh, give our final uh, award to it. Yeah, our award to a Gingerbread uh, Romance. So it's time for that awards theme. Go ahead and hit that theme, Ned. Binge babies. It's award time, binge babies. Ned, as always, you start off with our award. Uh, go ahead and give your award. Should we or should we not binge watch uh, Gingerbread Romance? So a Gingerbread Romance. I keep just wanting to call it the Gingerbread House. Me too. Uh, hmm. So the Gingerbread Romance was a it was a romp. It was uh, fun to see, I suppose. Um, but I'm gonna have to give it the hmm puns on this one. Oh my god, I'm drawing a freaking blank. What? I I, I, I can't even think of anything. I hated the movie so much. I, I'm giving it the Blank Man Award. The Blank Man? <laughs> the Blank Man Award. That's I'm the worst award man. Ned can give. I've never had this before. Usually oh I roast god. these films, but I, I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about our movie, and I'm not excited about that one. I, I'm You're Blank, blank man. man. Oh my god. Yeah. <sighs> uh, it's, it's, a, it's a real baking sheet. <laughs> God, fuck. God damn, man. You are the miracle. Then get out of here. <laughs> oh, my God. So you give it the baking sheet award. Uh, Elizabeth, oh, yeah. do, you, do you recommend this movie to anyone? No, not my friends. Oh, <laughs> oh but your enemies. Enemies would love it. <laughs> yeah, they haven't heard from me in years. And here I come in with, hey, did you see this one holiday movie? It's a great opener. Uh, and, of course, I'm going to give it the gingerbread. How's about no? <laughs> I did not like it. Uh, I, in fact, think that it needs several rewrites, probably by our own Elizabeth, to make it what it needs to be. And I think That's our fun. movie will come out on top. Ned, uh, it's almost time for us to go, but I think we need to do one thing left. Yeah, what's that? I think we need to retitle this movie. Ooh, does that mean we're bringing up one of our old uh, t themes that we haven't used this whole month? I think so. It's time to for... Tidal Wave! <laughs> That's right, everybody. It's a tidal wave. Guys, this is Tidal Wave. We have not been able... Usually, uh, Elizabeth, we watch TV series first episode and last episode, but in the middle, we pick three random episodes and just look at the title and we guess what the episode's about. Because Ooh. we've been doing movies all month, we haven't been able to use our favorite segment, Tidal Wave, but now we can... I think the three of us need to right now. Regifting Christmas was a good starter. Uh, it got us on the road, but now we're so off of that um, uh, lane. We're not really thinking about regifting anymore. That's not really what our thing is about. So I'm wondering, mm -hmm. what is the name of this Christmas train movie? Mm -hmm. Okay. So. Uh, is, is that open for the, for? Oh, this is one hundred percent. And yeah. I'm sure you're going to say it. We're going to say yes. 
the Christmas caboose. <laughs> the Christmas caboose. I it's like playful. It. Caboose is an immediately silly word. It rhymes with moose. They're at the end of the train. And the end of their journey in looking for how to sell their product. Oh, and they and do. Lies, yeah, and that's the name of the podcast at the end. And they do the podcast from the train. From the caboose. That's <laughs> the train. And the final shot is the family on the back of the caboose as the train goes. And oh, like, and they're like, they're all smushed together and they all have headphones on and they're recording. <laughs> Doing ad reads. Yeah. <laughs> the Christmas, the Christmas caboose. caboose. I like that. I love it. I'm still putting Polar Opposites Express just on the back burner, maybe as a subtitle. <laughs> I just think it's, 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 right it's real hot. It's so good. Elizabeth, thank you so much for joining us on this adventure. For real. You this were was great. Fantastic. Merry Christmas and a happy new year, guys. Thanks for having me. Of yeah. course, of course. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Any uh, upcoming uh, works or anything? Uh, yeah. You know, it's a weird time to be a playwright. Um, so <laughs> I will plug, uh, if, if y'all are interested in hearing some great stories out loud, the Rec Room Writers Group, Rec Room uh, Arts, RecRoomHTX.org, I believe. Um, and there are a series of sound scripts. So different playwrights uh, have written different full-length plays, and they are still running up uh, this week into February. We have one every other week coming out that my uh, co colleagues in playwriting have put out so there's all new ones that come out on thursdays and they're available um by donation so you can listen to some new plays hell yeah fantastic i love that i need to check that out for sure uh uh ned anything uh at ned of the dead on things um f and ragers every monday at 8 p.m we moved into a brand new house so we're redoing the studio uh come join the chat early and you can help us redesign it yourselves Tell us what to put in it. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Uh, new episodes of Is That a Foul on its way. Um, check us out on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, all those. Um, I made a movie recently. Uh, me and my kids made a movie called Hamlet. Uh, it is not available for sale anymore, but here is a little tip. Uh, it is coming out uh, on Vimeo for free uh, oh. uh, next uh, this month. So be on the lookout for that on Vimeo. Uh, you can check me out at CodyDale323 on Instagram and CD-E on Twitter. Fantastic. Well, this wraps up a very exciting month for us. Uh, this was a blast. I don't get to watch too many Hallmark movies, and I could say... I probably won't after this. <laughs> no, I probably won't either. But can I say really five's quick? Good. Can I say re- <laughs> yeah, five is good. Can I say really quickly as the camera is about to fade out? It's been a haul of a month. <laughs> oh, bye, Mark. Bye, Mark. <laughs> <laughs>